What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we talk about the MCU Secret Invasion, Episode 1, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my friend? Everything is good. Everything is okay. Um, I like it. Yeah. Took a, took a break from Final Fantasy 16 to talk a little uh, MCU. Man, yeah, you know, you got to... Take some breathers every now and then. Come up for air. With everything. Uh, but just getting into it, having a little bit of fun with that. We just talked about that on our last episode. If you guys didn't hear that and you're a fan, you can check it out. But yeah, man, enjoying that. And I still have to like figure out how to work in some time for Street Fighter. I can't like lose I my skills. I can't I lose my skills because I get obsessed with an RPG. And like next time I go to turn on Street Fighter 6, I'm like, I don't know how to play anymore. I'm going to get my ass whooped. Um I want to be good at both. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to make time for two games simultaneously, but these are such different genres that I feel like I can pull it off. Yeah, Street Fighter is good for those. You know, I got twenty minutes to kill real quick. Right. You know, I just let me. I want to play something, so let me just jump in Street Fighter yeah. for a few rounds and and call it. I know. I uh, the the thing that we have going for us and a lot of people, but we've been playing Street Fighter forever, so. Like mm-hmm. a lot of that's ingrained in us, so it shouldn't be too crazy to get yeah. back into it if need be. But yes, I was sitting there staring earlier today going, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy. So many options. It's a good time to be a gamer. It's an overwhelming time to be a gamer. That's I think the more accurate word. There's too many, there's too many things on the horizon. I think what was that month? Whatever month coming up later this year when Spider-Man 2 comes out. There's mm-hmm. like five other games that same month is like i can't i can't do all these i no. you have to like pick pick and choose like which ones you're gonna do i mean spider-man's a definite that's a day one no matter what have to yeah. have that yeah everything else is secondary but uh we'll see we will see i'm i'm excited for that excited to be playing final fantasy and i'm here to be talking about the mcu again uh, with you and it's been a little bit we we did guardians was the last mcu project that came out right yeah it was and then before that there was ant-man which we didn't really talk too much about but then i was trying to think about what was even the last disney plus marvel show was it she hulk or did miss marvel come after that like it's been a while uh i think miss marvel was after she hulk okay that's See, we're bad, bad podcast hosts, or it's just been a, it's been a while. We don't know, but I just, I don't know. During that first wave of Disney Plus shows, didn't it feel like they were just frequent? Mm-hmm. It felt like I think even WandaVision and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier had like a week in between them. I think they, I think WandaVision ended. There was a week, and then Winter Soldier started, and then it seemed like Loki wasn't far behind, and yeah, and. But uh, yeah, man, I guess they're kind of spacing these things out a little more, which we'd heard was going to be something that they were going to do with the movies and the shows. So yeah, makes it a little feel more of a little like an event than it's just constantly being hit over the head yeah. with a show or a movie all the time. Yeah, the last show was Miss Marvel. Okay, last year they did do, and that had to have been in the fall because we had Werewolf by Night, which was Halloween. And we had the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which was the last like MCU Disney Plus thing. wasn't a show, but it was the last thing. So it, we've gone. That's, yeah, that's six December. months. Yeah, that's that's yeah, kind of the new thing, I guess. I I'm I don't mind it. it. Makes it 
like I said, you don't want to get that fatigue. I was getting it. I was getting it hard. So, um, (laughs) especially with those last batch of movies and even the shows to a point, um, Mm -hmm. just kind of were starting to drag. And I was like, okay, this is too much. (laughs) And so I'm grateful for the six month break. I thought coming back around to Ant-Man and the, uh, or not Ant-Man, the Guardians uh, Guardians, coming back with Guardians 3 this year and then hitting up uh, now coming back around with Secret Invasion and really kind of getting us back on the ground, boots on the ground here a little bit, even though it's a super alien show, it still seems a lot more grounded. Um, hmm. One of the things I was excited to get back to was, and I was watching, I don't know if you watch those on Disney Plus, they do the uh, Legends, like yes. to catch you up for things. So I was watching the ones for this show mm-hmm. and it just made me want to watch Winter Soldier like super bad and just remember how good those Captain America movies were and how like grounded and like super spy they were. And they actually got me really pumped for this show. Like I want more of that. I want more of that MCU. Yeah, I I can, I hear you. I I did check out the first couple of those uh, legends ones. I know the one with Nick Fury and Maria Hill. And I, and I, uh, I don't know if I watched one with the scrolls. I think there's one agent Ross or whatever, but, um, yeah, I agree. This is a corner of the MCU that you f- don't always think about because when you think MCU, you think big, cosmic, fighting <laughs> Thanos on other planets and the Guardians flying around space. There's also this corner where they do stuff like this. Like you said, this does involve the Skrulls, which is, you know, aliens. But at the same time, it feels very espionage, spy, government agency um sneaking around you know intel guns agents and whenever they've done stuff like that in the past like you just said winter so or yeah winter soldier even civil war a little bit uh hawkeye had some a little bit of that mixed in and just like um i know black widow tried to do it uh, to not best results but they did try yeah. But like, yeah, more of this grounded stuff. Yeah, um, I've said it multiple, multiple, multiple times on this show. I love getting to the streets, the street heroes, man. Mm-hmm. Give me my heroes for hire, even though I won't apparently watch them. Well, but right. I like to, I want those characters, that style of comic. Well, that's why people like Daredevil, the Netflix show. People love Daredevil. And Daredevil was a good show. That was the only one of those that I got through. Yeah, Luke Cage, Punisher, but that's like the street level stuff. Yeah. You know, so. It's just grounded, grounded heroes. I like it. I was excited to hear that uh, What's-His-Face was going to come back as the Punisher. Yeah, John Bernthal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was about to ask, what was his name on The Walking Dead? But I just remembered it was Shane. Shane! I've been watching a Walking Dead, the Walking Dead channel. So they've been doing like a marathon. So I was watching like season three of The Walking Dead and two. I was watching a bunch of old, I had them on while I was just like working. So then I was trying to like remember it's very easy to just kind of have on and glance up every once in a while. So sure. Uh, but I, I came in, I started watching the marathon at like season three. So Shane was already um, not part of the cast anymore. So spoiler, you just made it a spoiler. I just <laughs> said he wasn't on the show anymore. Uh, I didn't say he was dead. Now you did. <laughs> it's like 12 years ago. There's got to be a, a statute of limitations there. All right. We've I'll, ruined Walking I'll Dead multiple it. times just then, in random right. conversations. So You're right. It's true. Sorry, guys and gals. Uh, so now, coming back to Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. is it weird that it does seem like, especially from Nick Fury's standpoint, just like the space, like the scrolls seem really important. 
But the only time okay. we ever saw them was Captain Marvel. Mm. And they're mm. never talked about, like, they're a big deal, especially just in the Marvel universe, not necessarily the MCU, but scrolls are like a big deal in comics. Yeah, they they do tend to pop up in, in a lot of major comic book storylines, and they've, they were, like, like Secret just, Invasion. They, yeah, Secret Invasion, which, of the same name, the big, you know, comic book event they had of that, but... um yeah, it is a little weird. They've only popped up in Captain Marvel. And here's the thing with this show, which we'll get to whether we liked this show or not. Um, but I, I feel like to watch it, it feels like you had to have just either recently watched or brushed up very recently on Captain Marvel. And that's something I didn't do. And I've only seen Captain Marvel once. It's not a bad movie, I don't think, that I remember. It's also not something I really cared to, like, revisit. Yeah. It was just nothing about Captain Marvel stood out. Crazy, screaming rewatch to me. So, like, starting this show and have characters popping in and scrolls and stuff and having not brushed up on that, I was felt a little confused at times. Just like, man, I don't know who that is or what they're talking about or when they met or when did Nick Fury leave earth? Do I really even remember? <laughs> I, that was my question. I was going to ask you mm-hmm. is when the hell did he go up to the space station to what was it? Saber. Okay. He was, I, oh, you're, <laughs> I was asking, but I'll, no, I'll yeah, take it. That might be I think it was Saber. Okay. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, I was trying to remember. I remember a post credit scene showing like yeah. Nick Fury and then he like it showed that he was a it was a scroll pretending to be Nick Fury, and then Nick Fury was really in space. And I remember that as like a post credit scene for some movie. And I was going to ask you which movie it was, so I didn't look it up because once again, bad podcast. These are all things we should have researched yeah, first. No. <laughs> but no, but I I'm the same. I'm the same. I don't remember exactly when that happened like we we like these movies we watch them all but there's so much going on it's hard to well especially when it comes to like post credit scene okay so it was the at the end of spider-man far from home holy shit yeah there was there was a post credit scene that showed that he like because nick fury was in that movie i think but i think they revealed that it wasn't nick fury it was actually a scroll because nick fury was up in space so yes, oh, that was a long time ago, and we were supposed yeah. to remember. Like we're a whole, uh, a whole. Because far, far from home was after. Far from home was after, infant or Endgame. That was like the next film. Yes, right. So it was like 2019. I, I got it. Kind of um, rings a bell now. I mean, yeah. I. I, I mean, I get it when they said that he'd left Earth. I just couldn't. I was racking my brain for when did that happen. I don't remember that happening. We've had a lot of movies since since then, and it's like, yeah. when was the last time I even saw Nick Fury? I don't, I don't, you know what I mean. So yeah, he was like I said he he was in the, you know, post credit scene for Infinity War, right? And then he was he obviously blipped, so he didn't come back until the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously the blip is important for this show. But then, yeah, I don't think we've seen him since, like, the end-end of Endgame. Or what you just said, No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Not Not No no Way way. Home. Far From Home. Far From Home, right, right. So, yes, I guess we did see him in the post-credits scene. Well, no, 
I don't remember Far From Home. Yeah, we're terrible. I'm going to have to edit all this out. Uh, <laughs> no, we're keeping it. We're talking was, it out. He was in uh, Far From Home. Right. Right? He was in one of those Spider-Man. Was it Homecoming or Far From Home? I know he was in one of them. Ugh. Homecoming was the one with Tony Stark. He was right. all over that one. Yeah, so I feel Nick like Fury. Nick Fury popped up in the second one like as a cameo or a, a side role. I'm sure, I'm sure that's correct. But we haven't seen him, I don't think, since like Black Widow, since Phase Four. I don't remember him being in any of those films. So he yeah. may have been like up in space. Yeah, I think whole, that's whole time. Yeah, I think in this post-credit scene, which I'm gonna watch when we're done. But I think that's what they showed is that that's where he was, and you just didn't. This is his like return. Okay. Um. Well, that is one of the things that did excite me about the show to begin with is. One, it is about the scrolls, which I know are very important to Marvel, and they're cool, and they look cool, and I like, I like what that whole race is all about, yep. like shape shifting aliens, like just sounds cool. Mm-hmm. But also that it is kind of cool that Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, has finally gotten like his vehicle. Right. He's always he's always been like a obviously like a supporting guy. He's never yep. been a, the leading guy. He's either just been part of an ensemble or pops up here and there. I mean, he was in the very first MCU movie as the post credit scene. So he's yeah. been around for, you know, how many years now as this character? And now finally he does get to, um, like, lead a show or a movie. So yeah. that part's that part's cool. It's, I think it's kind of been a long time coming. I've, I've always liked his um, performance as Nick yeah. Fury. He was a great Nick so, Fury cast. Yeah. So I mean, just... all we had to work off of that before was David Hasselhoff. So, I mean. <laughs> all right. In that yeah. Nick Fury movie for Fox. You remember yeah. that movie? I still remember watching that movie as a kid. Like, Nick yeah, Fury! I, I remember it. With David Hasselhoff. I mean, he's done so well. Like, I could be wrong, and someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, Nick Fury was always a white guy in the comics. But yeah. then when he popped into the MCU, they you're like, oh, Sam Jackson, we gotta cast Sam Jackson. So, obviously, he's not a white guy. He's a bald black man and in the comic books they like changed the character to more match nick like sam jackson i mean i think he's like the son but he's whatever they say he's the son of the old nick fury but like the current nick fury in comic books is black and looks like samuel L. jackson like how often does that happen you because like his portrayal in these shows and movies influenced the comic book continuity so that's pretty crazy yeah that's like the the default just like drawing for this character has turned into Sam Jackson. Right. <laughs> they don't do that. That doesn't always happen like that. You know what no. I mean? No, um, usually it's the other way around where it was like right. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark was just a no brainer because the drawing always looked like him. Right. You know, so it was just like, hey, he's a perfect cast for this. Now, whether or not the original artists were still doing that, but I doubt it. Like right. Robert Downey Jr. was always a no brain cast for Tony Stark because just throw a goatee on him and that's what he looks like yeah so i mean it just worked and you know his real life mixed with all of robert downey jr's ups and downs and his career before he got that role just kind of mirrored tony stark as a character he was a you know had so many issues he was a very like damaged character so Mm. bringing in someone who's been through some of those things it was really made it more authentic no brainer very authentic and worked out really well for robert downey jr yeah uh but yeah no go on secret invasion episode one. yes i want to dive into some spoilers so spoilers if you haven't watched it yet go watch it Mm -hmm. 
go watch it. I want to catch up here with, I mean, really the only one sentence description for this show. If you don't know what it's about, it's about Fury and Talos, which if you don't remember Captain Marvel, you don't remember who Talos is. <laughs> Try to stop the Skrulls, who are shapeshifted aliens, who have infiltrated the highest spheres of the Marvel Universe. So the mm-hmm. basic idea is that we've been secretly invaded. <laughs> it's right there in the title. Right there Secret in the title. Invasion. We've been secretly invaded by shape-shifting aliens, so you don't know who is who. It's a cool concept for the MCU, right? Yeah. It seems like something that like fits right into their um, brand. Well, what's funny is like that concept. Now, whether or not the show actually does, but the concept is kind of like almost like Infinity War Endgame size. Like, this could legitimately change lots of shit. Right. There could be tons of stuff that just gets completely flipped. Yeah. Like how with the um, blip, or what do they call it? The snap? The the blip. They call it the blip, right? Yeah. Um, how that changed everything. Like, who was who was gone? Who stayed? Who's been gone for eight years? Who came back and had to rebuild their life? Like, the Secret Invasion starts raising questions like oh who's been a scroll this whole time who's been a scroll for years and we've been watching movies of them and now we're gonna have to go back and be like that was a scroll the whole time like they can pull that kind of shit out from under you you know what i mean yeah um so yeah it raises a lot of questions in a interesting fun like way that can rejuvenate some of these stories i think or blow it up yeah I mean, you really want to go phase five and we want to do something different, man. They can they can take some wild swings with this concept and do something insane. And I guess as we're diving into spoilers now, one of the things I was curious, because I watched this episode twice. Okay. And the second time watching it, I was really starting to wonder, was Agent Ross, was he a scroll the whole time? Right. Um, I, I think I know the myself. answer already, but I'm curious if you thought about that or if you have a thought on that. I did have a thought on that because that was my first initial thought when it was revealed in the first scene before the credits, which we'll talk about, I guess, a little. Mm-hmm. But uh, before the credits even rolled, it was revealed that that Ross we were watching was a scroll and running yeah. from Talos. Um, yeah, I did think about it. And then you got you got to think like, OK, where have I seen Agent Ross before already before this point? Well, he was in Civil War. He was in Black Panther. He was in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Those are the three main ones I know about. So this is going back. He's been around a long time. Um, and yeah, it does start messing with your head. Like, was he a scroll that entire time? I, right. I'm i just basing it off of one thing that Maria Hill said in that episode yeah. when she said the Agent Ross imposter. Yeah. Meaning Agent Ross is still somewhere else. Yeah. He'll probably get brought into this whole mess, I'm sure. This is like right up his character's alley. Right. So have- I was super excited yeah. to see him like in the opening shot. I was right. like, sweet, Agent Ross is in this. I love uh, blanking on his name as an actor, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that dude back from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Like, he's just been a, a great actor, had just a crazy career of doing all kinds of cool shit. Bilbo Baggins. Fargo. Fargo. God, that first season of Fargo first was so Fargo. fucking good, man. <laughs> yeah, it, was. Um, it just, yeah, nothing was better in that show. Who, who uh, knew Billy Bob Thornton could be so menacing? 
I think a lot of people knew Billy Bob could be menacing. Um, yeah. His name's Billy Bob. He's got to have something. Um, he's the only person in the world that could pull off having that name and being like, Billy I'm going to be super famous. Like, that's a name that people just make fun of when they want to make fun of white people. And, What's your uh, name? Billy Bob? Billy Bob. Hee-haw. <laughs> and this dude's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to become a huge movie star, and you're going to say my name and put some respect on it. And and we have. People yep, people have. So anyway. Um, weird sidebar but yeah martin freeman's amazing so i was super excited to see him there then i thought they blew up my world and made him like oh my god he's dead oh my god he's an alien oh my god was he ever real <laughs> so what's your thought what's your i agree on? with you when i was watching it the second time i thought that i had that thought mm -hmm. and then i saw um i heard maria hill say the same thing about the imposter so i'm assuming that he wasn't and i figured if he was they would have made a bigger deal about it I would yeah, like, hope they would have made a bigger deal about it. Nick Fury would have been freaking out, you know, or you're some, telling some, somebody, me yeah. somebody would have somebody would have done or said something. So I'm thinking right. he's not. And like you said, he should show up. Plus, I was thinking like, OK, he was married to Val and like has a life. So, oh, my God, he was married to Val. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. When did they uh, reveal that? That was Black Panther 2. You're right. Okay. That was Black Panther 2 when she was kind of tracking him and spying on him, thinking he was ah. working with the Wakandans. Now, and once again, I... this makes me want to watch all this shit again, which is why they do it. <laughs> right. And it, it bothers me because I'm just sitting there like, man, maybe I want to watch Black Widow again because like they were talking about the blip. So I'm sitting there like, I remember in Black Widow, they had that one crazy scene with Florence Pugh when she popped back. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. awesome. And I'm like, I want to see that scene again. Like, mm -hmm. do I want to watch Black Widow again? And a little bit of my brain is like, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't uh, fall but, for it. So crazy opening for this show. And then we got the opening credits, yeah. which uh, you were telling me before was actually made by AI. Well, yeah, I think a lot more has come out on the story since then. But the the, the sad part is the, the thing the Internet was mostly talking about about this show wasn't even the show itself. It was just the opening sequence. OK. Uh, being made by artificial intelligence. And this naturally upset people like in the art, in the arts who like, mm -hmm. you know, people who draw people who storyboard animators, human animators, like, and this is kind of what the whole argument about the writer's strike is about, like, you can replace them with artificial intelligence one day and not pay them what they're worth. So this is all kind of connected and Marvel kind of hiring a company who used that to produce the opening credits for a show that owes itself to artists like mm -hmm. drawing comic books just didn't sit well with a lot of people i, I, I mean imagine. i saw some i saw some like comic book artists posting about it saying like you know this is kind of like a, a slap in the face and i won't be watching and it's insulting now more has come out later that like this company um who did this i can't think of their name right now but they said uh this didn't cost any artists their job and this was just basically like a tool that they helped use so like it involved human human real animators 2d and 3d working just with ai as a tool to make the stuff but like i don't know people are still very skeptical of it um i don't know man it's it's i'm not saying it's scary but it's just like the first domino to fall in this society and you got some people like rooting for it's like didn't you guys see ex machina we should not be rooting for ai to win uh, or it's like when you go to the store and all there's no cashiers and it's all just self-checkout. Like, this is the way it's going to start happening. I know. Uh, so it is scary. I understand people being upset. I didn't 
have a huge problem with it. I think the opening credits did look kind of lame because I think all AI that I've been seeing late is is not to a point yet where it looks cool to me. It just looks kind of messy and like doesn't make sense. I get I get it. That's what they were kind of going for in these opening sequences. You could have also just paid a human being to make it look cool because there's a lot of talented people who probably could have done that without the help of artificial intelligence. Uh, but I don't know. It's weird. It's it's just like an ominous feeling of the future. Like, am I going to be reading comic books one, one day that a person had nothing to do with? All they did was type some words into a computer and you made me my Spider-Man comic with the script and the art. It's like, I don't want to live in a world like that. It's freaks me out so i don't know No, i hope we can find a balance with that i've been doing a lot with ai because i work in a field in which ai can take my job and so it's <laughs> it's been a full big thing of like hey how do we use that luckily the place that i work has been very big on just like okay i want to train you and i want you to go learn all about ai and how can you use it to help you right. do you know save time help you and not replace you and the way that i look at it depending on the job field there's a big level of like, you still need someone with a creative eye. You still need someone who has some artistic integrity to be able to even take what AI gives you and turn it into something, you know? And there needs to be, there still has to be, it still has to be put together. It still has to be touched by human hands, I think, to a degree. It doesn't, I guess, it doesn't have to, but so uh, far. So, so far. far. But I mean, you still have to have someone that has to push the button. So like, right. even if you just have to push a button or type some words into a computer, I played with chat GPT. It's like, you still have to kind of train it to do stuff. Now, the downfall of this, and it's going to be where the downfall is, is you have the big businesses that see, oh, hell yeah, we can hire one dude and he can do all of it. But the thing is, is all of it's going to suck and you're going to end up losing money when your movies don't make money. So like, Yes, it's it's. I could see from that level, you can when you're only thinking dollars and cents, where you're gonna be thinking, look how much money we could save by not hiring six writers and having one computer do it, and then realizing, not realizing, because they don't have that understanding of that creative story, they're just looking at the bottom line. And I could see that that's the first company that decides they want to do that, they're gonna fail at that because you still have to have these people involved. Using it as a tool for assistance is one thing. Um, credits, I don't care. I skip credits. Maybe the first sure. episode, I might watch them just to kind of see. But normally, as soon as it says skip intro, I push the button. I don't. It, it takes two minutes off of the runtime for the show for me. So I, I usually skip it. So I didn't even watch it. And then you're telling me. So I might have to go back and look at it now, knowing that it's AI. Yeah. Yeah. Out of <clears throat> curiosity, just to kind of see. But sure. Um, it's just, it's just weird. Cause but like, it's interesting. I know Fox is like a different entity than Marvel Studios. But like we just had had such a celebration, the last project of like art and drawing and people and animators with Spider Verse, and then mm -hmm. you follow up the next big superhero thing. If we're not counting the Flash, which we're not, uh, the next big <laughs> next can't big stop talking about it. Uh, the next big thing you have is just like the intro is just a bunch of computers popped out, a bunch of weird looking images of you know strangely bodied samuel L. jackson ai so I like know. the simpsons when homer ate that spice spice pepper exactly it was like his spirit quest his spirit, spirit vision quest, homer's spirit quest but anyway it was just kind of a talking point we'll see i yeah. mean I, I doubt they're gonna change the credits they to their credit they said you know a, a team of people did work on this just using ai as a tool like i said but whatever you know people get fired up about stuff so 
Yeah, they Yay. won't talk about it again. And the three people right. who stop wa- who won't watch the show because of that doesn't matter. So true, true. It is what it is. So coming back to the show of Secret Invasion, um, this really was a pilot. It was really kind of just setting up a bigger story. As you said, it was there was a lot going on, and I'm trying to figure out how much am I supposed to know. One of the bigger things was, do we know who Sonya was? Sonya. The the MI6 agent who was uh, Coleman, Olivia Coleman's character. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you had to say Olivia Coleman for me to remember who yeah. the, who we're talking about. I don't think we've ever met her before. And, I just Well, I mean, I know we haven't because we looked it up. I looked right. it up to try to see if she was in a previous project, and I just forgot, and she wasn't. This is her first appearance. But Sam okay. Jackson was talking to her like, we're supposed to know who she is. It kind of seems like she's just more of a like intelligence agency counterpart of his, maybe from a different part of the world, or maybe she's based in Russia where this first episode takes place. Yeah. Who knows? She just seems like another intelligence agency head, like kind of like he is. It was... Um, well, yeah, and, and and I read she's like an MI6 overseeing that, so it's a British intelligence thing, and that all makes sense. But she made a line where she talked about Sam Jackson destroying her flat and then destroying her whole city, actually. And I'm like, when was that? Like, I'm thinking, like, was that, is she from Slatovia, you know, from Avengers 2? Or is she, like, right. what city was did they destroy? And I'm like, what movie did they, did they destroy? Were they in London for one of these movies? And they destroyed parts of London in, like, Civil War or... I know they did that like terrorist attack in like the beginning of Winter Soldier or Civil War, one of those when they were getting ready to talk about the accords and the you know the damage happening, and they did that one like terrorist attack. Was that in London? I don't know. I'd have to probably look back to think about that, see if they're referencing something that happened in the MCU, or if it's just like a one of those things where you just talk about, you know, how Hawkeye and Black Widow always talked about Budapest together. Like then they eventually showed us what happened in Budapest. Yeah, it's true. But yes, I understand. Like, yeah, just one of those things where you're like, what happened? What happened to her flat? What happened to her city? Tell us about it. Tell us. Yeah, but it made it seem like I'm like, am I supposed to remember her? So I felt lost. Yeah. What did you think about Daenerys Targaryen joining the MCU? Amelia Clark, her real name. I thought she looked funny with dark hair. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So used to that, like, white, long hair. Like, anything yep. else just looks not real. Even when she was in, like, wasn't she one of those Terminator movies? And she didn't have the white hair. And I was like, she don't look right. God, I know the white. so I... bad. <laughs> but she was in it. That's the only yeah, other Terminator thing. Yeah, Terminator Genesis with uh, Jai yeah. Courtney. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of that she's been in besides Game of Thrones. Sorry. She's in Solo uh, as well. She's She is part of the Star Wars universe. Oh, you're right. Okay, Not okay. the movie with Mario Van Peebles. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> she was in that? <laughs> no way. I thought maybe you were thinking that, but they did the Solo. Wasn't that what that movie was called? The yeah, Han Solo movie? What... Uh, it was called Solo, A Star Wars Story. Yeah. She was in that, too. Okay. Right, right, right. But then that flopped, and they never followed up on all the cliffhanger ending. I gotcha. No, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It was cool to see her just again. Yeah, like I don't mind someone, her. someone we're used to seeing on TV. And it's funny, like I we've been through the list before. We don't have to go through it, but just like how many people from Game of Thrones just end up becoming part of a superhero universe, like all of them. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun. yeah, all Let's the Starks what, are in there. Yeah, all the Starks are scattered about somewhere. Except I don't think uh, Arya. Oh wait, she was in New Mutants. You're right. They're just all missing they're Papa all, Papa Stark. 
no Sean Bean. Sean Bean hasn't been part of it yet. He's he'll coming somewhere. He'll oh like yeah, a, that, how does like Sean him. Bean not end up in somewhere? He'll fit in. He'll end up being Professor X or something weird. Good. Uh, still kind of don't know what her character's about. Still, I guess they kind of said she's the daughter of Talos. Yeah, and. So we can, she's definitely a central character to this. So we'll kind of see where that unfolds a little when bit. When she's a bad guy, because. You think? She, well, she set them up at the end of this episode. That is how it happened, isn't it? Yeah. She, she made a whole plan. They were following her plan. And mm-hmm. when they got to those bags, yeah. she, they were empty and it was a complete decoy and they used she she they used her as bait but she was aware that they were using her as bait and she was okay with it yeah it was a setup it was a, definitely a setup for them to to do all of those things so it was a whole the end of this show was crazy it completely hooked me we never actually said if we liked this or not but oh, i will yeah. tell you right now we should say uh, that it was it was obviously a pilot Obviously, they were setting up a lot of stuff. Obviously, I was trying to remember, you know, based on this conversation, I was trying to remember what the hell, where we were in the MCU. By the end of this, I was in. Mm -hmm. Like, they had a great ending to this episode of just chaos. Um, Was unexpected. I was really trying to figure out where we were going, and it was a complete unexpected ending. And then to come back around to the big twist at the end was just... It got me. It did what a pilot should do, which made me. I can't wait for next week. No, yeah, I agree. And we didn't talk about if we liked it yet. I did like this show a lot, um, more than I thought I would. Yeah. I thought it was just kind of going to be a little more like kind of a all right. I'll sit and watch it because I watch all the MCU. But it's like no, I, I'm actually digging this, and it's the combination of like we've talked about street level but also like i like intelligence like intelligence agency stuff i love the fucking born movies all the kind of stuff where there's like intrigue and stuff going on and a small group a small strike team trying to stop the world from ending from terrorist organizations like i'm a sucker for that stuff so you just kind of put that into the mcu and it's cool and that the last scene i agree with you was pretty tense when they're walking around following those bags i love that scene like uh it was done so well Nick Fury finally coming face to face with like the leader of this, the the scroll who's in charge, and he just kept shifting every time he was behind something. That scene was great. And like that was so cool. And realizing <laughs> that he was in the beginning. Right. Right there. He was staring at Nick Fury like Yeah, he was the little girl from the beginning with the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Gravik. That's his name. Yeah. yeah, Gravik is that character's name. We have we had Dermot Mulrooney as the president. Right now is now is Dermot Mulroney the president of, in the MCU? He's the president. He could pop up in other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. He's the president. He's got a name here called Ritson. He's apparently in two episodes of this show. So, oh shit. Yeah, Dermot Mulroney. I'm down, man. I can I can always handle me some Dermot Mulroney. I don't know why. It's just he pops up in stuff, and I'm just like, yes. I have one thing in mind that could happen in this show that if it does, it's going to like, we were talking about a little earlier things that can change forever. Give it to me. I'm ready. What if by the end of this show, they try to tell us that Captain Rhodes has been a scroll this entire time since the beginning, maybe not Iron Man one, but like after it changed to Don Cheadle, <laughs> you changed actors on me. It's like the skull couldn't exactly get it right. He did, couldn't exactly. <laughs> Nobody <look> like cared. 
Everybody's like, hey, you look close enough, Rhodey. <laughs> That's Rhodey. No, but seriously, even oh, actor shit. changings aside, what if they, yeah. what if they like, because Don Cheadle's in this show, it has to mean he's not just going to be another bit character. He was in, I think, Falcon Winter Soldier for one episode, but he's in this. He was barely in the first episode. He's going to have some more to do. I'm telling you, man, I think they're going to go down that, that kind of road and be like, Rhodey's been dead for years and he's been a scroll hiding among the Avengers and the superheroes this entire time. He was a scroll in Infinity War. He was a scroll in Civil War. Like, I don't know. They could they could really go some places, I think, with, with that. And it would be cool to kind of like shake it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the theory. I don't think they're gonna go as far to be like Nick Fury's a scroll or any of those that kind of stuff, but uh yeah, man. Well, on this like conversation topic. Mm-hmm. Do you think Maria Hill was a scroll? Or that so. at least version of her or something? Like, okay, do you think she's dead? Yes, that's that's what we're gonna say. R.I.P. Maria Hill. Sad day for that's that, that was rough. Thing. That was rough. That was done extremely well. It was. And you know what? It I was upset about it. Yeah, because she she's been around for a long time. She's been around since like the first Avengers movie. Yeah, she like pops in and out of stuff every you know all the time. Uh, yeah. So to have her just kind of unexpectedly like no one thought Maria Hill like she's she's gonna be around for this whole thing. She's like Nick Fury's right hand. Yeah. Um So it was sad if they if they kind of th- threw us a curveball and maybe that's a scroll or something's gonna happen. Okay, that's cool. But as of right now, to me she's dead and it's sad um it is it is it was unexpected and what's funny was watching it through the second time mm-hmm. it uh they foreshadowed the shit out of it <laughs> oh yeah yeah they she set up she had a bunch of lines of just like when her and sam uh her and sam jackson her and nick fury were uh in that bar playing chess playing chess she said something about you know you're someone's gonna get hurt if uh, you you know someone's yeah. gonna get hurt if you're not prepared for this this the whole theme of this episode was that nick fury was not prepared for this battle he's old right. he's walks with a limp he's not a threat he can't handle this he's out of touch out of training he just is he can't do this he just can't and now he has to prove that he can so mm-hmm. it's just yeah. kind of where we are and she she made some comments she made that one about someone's gonna get hurt and i'm like it's gonna be you um yeah right but yeah, I like I said, I enjoyed everything about this show. I I thought it moved. I thought they did a good job of setting up where we're where we're going. It's obviously a lot of setup of just kind of like, hey, we have this invasion. These people could be anybody. These scrolls could be anybody. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, like yeah, it's just it's Marvel, but not too superhero heroy, you know. And sometimes you need that little cut. You need that to cut into the superheroness of it sometimes but it's still featuring characters we know and like that we've been talking about this whole time. And the scrolls, a whole new enemy that we haven't really delved into too much. No. Yeah. It, it's having a break from the like superhero. We that's kind of been, if I'm fatigued of anything with superheroes, it's the super strength, like right. fight scenes, mm-hmm. like watch black Adam and they're just throwing each other around. I'm like, okay, okay. I would watch it's It ruins movies. I watch, I watch Renfield. Okay. Fucking Nick Jackson Dracula movie. So superhero-y. And I was just like, all these action sequences I don't care about. Like, it ruined the movie for me. I was just like, this isn't... You just made a superhero movie. That's all you just did. Called, just made it Dracula. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like Nick Cage was Dracula in his scenes. I mean, Nick Cage is great. All the time. Yeah, no him being what. Dracula, like, I was just mad that he wasn't in the movie more. But, like, all of the action scenes were just like a superhero. It was Nicholas Holt just slamming into people, throwing people around, super strength. Yeah, it was gory and violent. He's ripping arms off of people, but I don't care. Sure. I've seen it before. It's not It's not new. It's not fresh. It's like, you got to give me action scenes that are, like, have stakes and, mm. like, just... Two super strong people just beating the shit out of each other just gets boring. That's why all of these superhero movies, when you read a review, they're always like, oh, the third act kind of floundered because it just turns into just people punching each other who can't right. be hurt. Right. And you're just like, so getting to this like secret invasion now where it's like you have, you know, espionage and intrigue and like a mystery a little bit of who's who and where are we going kind of down. Now, whether or not it turns into a punch fest, I don't know. I doubt it. I don't. I don't see that coming. I mean, starring Nick Fury and Maria Hill, freaking got shot in her stomach and is dead in the first episode. So I don't think we're gonna have to. Well, maybe she is. Is she uh, though? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, those of you watching on YouTube just got a treat. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, that all that all just kind of adds into what I liked about the show. Really strong, I think. Entry. Uh, pilot anyway that's what a pilot's job is a show's pilot's job is to get you hooked you know with episode one and i think the show probably you know did their job for me yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited to... i'm ready i'm ready for episode two mm-hmm. see where they go what happens i got it like i said that ending got me so everybody who's been around the mcu for a long time like samuel l jackson you know they're all kind of did their swan songs chris evans Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I know Chris Hemsworth's still hanging around, but who knows how much longer he has. Scarlett Johansson stepped back. So, like, Samuel L. Jackson's been around just as long as any of them. Do you do you think there's a possibility this is, like, his last thing he's going to do? He I finally do. Got a, he finally got a starring role in something. Uh, I mean, a show isn't a short thing to do. It's not like a movie where he's got a few scenes. He's, like, headlining this show. Yeah. You think maybe this could be Nick Fury's swan song? I do think this is it. I think this is his swan song. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to have a a bitter ending or anything. Like he's going to sacrifice himself to save something, but I'm not going to be surprised if he does. Well, I kind of take that question back now immediately because I I already know he's in the Marvels. So (laughs) this might be like his near swan song. I've seen him in those trailers. Um, He is. (laughs) But this might be nearing the end. Like this might be one of the last things he does. (laughs) uh yeah yeah well you know maybe the marvels picks up at the end of this it's possible i mean it is tied to captain marvel what what happened in there so i mean i mean it easily could that could be like the movie sequel to secret invasion or something who knows so does this make you and and maybe if you watch like the legends thing you might have a different answer for this does this make you want to like watch mcu like old mcu something okay let me let me phrase it I watch mm-hmm. those legend things. And when you watch those legend things, all these characters, their big like work was in the Avenger movies. Sure. So watching through all these clips from like the first Avengers and second Avengers, I'm kind of like, I'm going to watch the Avengers movies. Again. <laughs> um, uh, I've, I've, I, I felt that too. Even watching the, just the Nick Fury and Maria Hill ones, a lot of their scenes were from those movies. Yeah. It's like, it's been a while. I haven't seen those movies in a yeah. while. It's been a while. And then like, I know I mentioned to you, I don't remember if I said it while we were recording or not, but like, I want to watch winter soldier was the shit. Like I want to watch winter soldier. Oh, yeah. I want to watch civil war. Now, like those captain America movies were awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to watch more. Yeah. 
Winter Soldier still might be like the best one in the at the end of the day. It might be. Yeah, it was so tonally different. It was yeah. just it was it's unbelievable. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Most definitely great movie. But yeah, Secret Invasion episode one. We are a fan. We'll give it some glasses up or whatever we're doing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh and we'll be I like I said, I'm here for episode two, so I'm good. I, we'll figure out whatever whatever strategy we're gonna talk about them here on this show. Yeah. Uh, oh, you will hear us talk about every one of these episodes, I believe, because I'm I'm here for Nick Fury's semi swan song. Semi swan song. <laughs> his like penultimate swan song or something. We'll have yeah, to maybe the Marvels is his way out. We'll I see. guess he won't sacrifice himself unless they get, like Marvels. They'll be like six months before Secret Invasion, right? Unless Samuel L. Jackson just has just decided he wants to keep being Nick Fury forever, and I wouldn't blame him because I'm sure those paychecks are pretty big. So we will see. Yeah, why not, man? It's mm. not like like you said outside of Secret Invasion. It's like how much work does he really do? Right. I a mean, a couple of those filming. movies, but maybe he'll be in Captain. I mean, if he's not, he's got to be in Captain Four. Maybe. Well, I mean, unless Maybe. you kill him. Ugh. I mean, why wouldn't he be involved in eh, whatever? This is all moot until we know how this theorizing. Show is. So yeah. we will theorize when the show is over and we're here talking about mm-hmm. the finale. We will theorize what Nick Fury's future is. So you want to make sure you stick around, raise the geek, so you don't miss that when we get there here in five or six weeks which is crazy because it'll be like August by then and summer will be over and kids will be going back to school. But mm. so you don't miss that. You want to make sure you like, subscribe, and follow this podcast, Raise the Geek, and all podcasts and social media services. Hit us up with those reviews on Spotify because they help us out the most over there. So if you're checking us out on Spotify, just hit those five stars. You don't have to read a comment, but if you leave a comment, we'll read it here on the show. So definitely keep that in mind if there's something you want to share. You can also send us an email at raisethegeek at gmail.com or follow us on all social media at raisedageek. We are everywhere, including YouTube, where you can see our smiling faces. And see Chris do special camera tricks that you we're not going to reveal until you watch it on the YouTube. There it is again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, follow, Raised a Geek, Raised the Geek. Raise the geek. But Don, are you done talking about Secret Invasion Episode 1 and ready to get back over to Final Fantasy 16? For now, unless I'm a scroll and you've just been talking to a scroll Don this entire time. Oh my god. If I knew how to do special <laughs> effects, I would turn you into a video scroll. That's next time. Next time. We're going to figure out how to turn Don into a scroll. Uh, Alright, well, that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done. And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.